Good morning, evening, or afternoon, wherever, whenever you are listening to this, Packers fans. Welcome back to the Underage Packers podcast. Great to have you back in episode 73. This is Joey, uh, one of the co-hosts of the show. Me and Big B had a great chat today. We just got back from our week-long trip up to Green Bay, Wisconsin to see a few practices and then the preseason game against the Houston Texans. We talked a little bit about maybe some friend roster cuts. Obviously, all that we saw from Jordan Love, impressive performances from guys like Devin Funches and all that good stuff. At the end, we even talk about Tim Tebow and his wild blocking that's going on. I mean, uh, you'll have to stick around to see the videos if you haven't already, but I mean, it looks like Byron Bell could go out there and throw a better block. But it was a great episode, a great chat. We both had a great few days in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Had to make the trip up, meet a lot of great people, and uh, it really made us a lot more thankful, a lot more appreciative. Not that we weren't before, um, but just the opportunities that uh, you guys, the supporters, have given us to meet a lot of great people uh, and have a great time going down to Green Bay. Now, if you do follow Big B on Twitter, you might have seen this past Friday. He had a little bit of a scare emergency with his health, but he's doing much better now feeling better over the past few days, which is obviously fantastic news. So I just wanted to give that update. With all that being said, let's do it. Episode number 73 of the Underage Packers podcast. We might be too young to have a spotted cow, but we are both diehard Packers fans. I could talk about this for hours. He was my legend. He was my quarterback one. Taysom Hill, forever in my heart. We have a kind of a reputation of being the young, the young diehard fans. How was that, Dr. Pepper Taysom? Amazing. Hey, good. Let's keep it under 25 minutes, all right? Welcome back to the Underage Packers podcast. I am Joey, one of your co-hosts. It's been a, it's been a few weeks, me and Big B. Uh <laughs> Should I introduce you first, Big B. Welcome yeah. to the show. Thank you, thank you. It is we are preseason vibes only. Preseason vibes, preseason mode only. We are about what four weeks now from uh, when the Packers will kick it off against the New Orleans Saints and the new is it the Little Caesars or Pizza Hut Dome? Wow, Saints play it's like Saints. Winston Moss. You can't help me here. Um, I know I think some, it's some sports betting website. I think no, I, 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 I want to say Caesars. Um, well, that we'll have to look. It, no, up. it's. I think it is Caesars, but it's a sports betting something. Huh. Okay. It's not, it's not Little Caesars. Little. That'd okay. be funny as hell. Yeah, if Little Caesars, the worst pizza company of all time, bought the Mercedes. Hey, hey, now watch your mouth, there, young man. I mean, you can't mess up pizza, but, like, Little Caesars is like the Walmart of pizza places, I feel. Wow. See, it, I, I, you probably love Domino's, and I hate Domino's. I do. I do. I love Domino's. Oh. It's like, <laughs> of course. you know, my three, three favorites are, like, Domino's, Papa John's, and then Emo's, which is only in St. Louis. Um, but, yeah, that, that's a very important talk for the day. Uh, but when that first came out, that whatever Caesars, Little Caesars or betting online company it was, uh, I was like, oh man, that kind of sucks that they let a corporate brand bought it. And I was like, oh wait, Mercedes Benz is not a person. It is a huge car company. So (laughs) I don't, I don't really care. Um, all right. So we're going to be talking today about 
uh, the Packers preseason game against the Houston Texans. And uh, what we saw at the practices that we attended uh, this past week, it was a really fun time uh, getting to meet everybody. Um, A few people, at least two people knew who we were. So that that was uh, a great feeling. Um, Hey, before you go any further, shout out to that lady who came up to us and name dropped all of us. Oh, yes. Second day. I I want to say her name was Mary Beth. She made my week. If you're yeah, watching, like, you made my week. I really appreciate you. You're awesome. Yeah, we were sitting next up to uh, Tyler, Perry, Maggie, Tom, oh. uh, we, like all in one row. And this lady comes up. Oh, hey, I love Cheesehead TV. And then she just goes down the line and names all of us. So thank you. I, I for sure thought when she got to us, she was going to be like, yeah, and you two kids from the <laughs> chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, wait, yeah, you guys aren't with them. You know? But yeah. Yeah, I think her her name was Mary Beth. So uh, shout out to that lady. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll, we're on a little bit of a time clock right here, so we'll see if we have a little bit more time to talk about um, some more <laughs> random stuff at training camp. Uh, but yeah, it was great to meet everybody. Um, talking to Wes Hockwitz finally. Talking to all the friends of the show. Um, so that was a fantastic time. Oh, Big V's got her picture framed already. Uh, wow. That, that's an incredible moment in time right there. Legendary moment right there. Absolutely. Great. I mean, it's a crossover of the century. Yep. Let's talk um, about let, – let's do the preseason game first. Uh, we'll probably have more to talk about there. And then if we have time, we'll talk a little bit about practice. So the man of the hour, Jordan Love, we'll, talk, we'll get to his injury. But first, let's talk about his first half performance against the Texans. Big B, what did you think uh, of Jordan Love, your first impression of him after that first drive? That first drive, man, what happened the first drive? I don't even remember. Um, it was, you know, that first play was bad, second play was bad, and the third play was the game for, like, two, I think. So, okay. I, so, yeah, I, I think I was just thinking, like, all right, just got to warm up, got to get acclimated. He hasn't played in, like, two years. Everything will be fine. And I think it turned out everything was going to be fine. Yeah. I, I was like, after that first, I was like, man, this is not going to be the storybook night we thought it was. Like, um, And there still wasn't a lot of flashy highlight plays from his whole performance outside of that play to Jay Sternberg, which is really a, a wide open throw. But uh, he did a really good job of escaping the pressure. But my number one thing I saw with Jordan that he really looked to struggle with all week in camp was escaping the pocket. And maybe it was just because of my vantage point of where I was watching. It's hard to see what it really looked like as soon as somebody came in there and they got there quick uh, that he got really flustered. Um, Jonathan Garvin gave him some trouble. Um, He just wasn't rolling out too much, but in the game, he did an excellent job at that um, trusting his checkdowns, which a lot of people might give him flack for, you know, that two-yard play action to Jace, uh, another play to Dylan that was really good. But my, my memory might not serve me correct, but I leave, believe it was the day that Jordan had all those checkdowns in practice and everybody was losing it. Matt LeFleur said, you know, obviously you're not going to make a career out of that. That's, you know, you can't do that all the time. But you, it's good to see him trusting his reads, Um you know, his accuracy, you know, um, there's definitely some plays where he was off that catch by Devin Funches that was pretty incredible. 
But for no. the most part, it was pretty solid. And I think solid is a word I'd use uh, to describe its entire performance. Um, yes, agree. Oh, any other thoughts on uh, Love's performance? First NFL action. Yeah, I feel like he he didn't really make a bad throw. Like none of the plays, you were like point out and say, "Hey, that's a bad throw." Yeah, I didn't really notice any bad throws. That one to Amari Rogers, I think that was on the first drive. That that technically that wasn't really a bad throw because that was like the only place he could put it, and it yeah. wasn't really double coverage. But yeah, I think Jordan just played great for his first game in nearly two years. Yeah, uh, you like to see it. Um, I, I'm not too terribly familiar, at least not familiar enough to compare it to uh, how he did at Utah State. Big B, your froze. Uh, your camera has froze again, I believe. Maybe wave your hand. I can't tell. Okay, I couldn't tell if you're. There we go. We're good now. I couldn't tell if you were just holding the same face for like two minutes straight or it was froze. Uh, but anyways, that's Jordan Love's performance. He went out in the second half. Um, Matt Lafleur had talked about all week that he's going to play into the third quarter, maybe into the fourth. We didn't expect to see Kurt Kurt that much. But at the end of the second half, if you recall, there was a strip sack uh, defender. Uh, fumbled it out of his hands. Jordan didn't go down, but the ball uh, came loose, and he was definitely hit in the shoulder. And as Coach Matt described it, he got dinged up. And uh, he sat out the rest of the second half just as a precautionary effort. MRIs, take my time with pronouncing it. I'm trying to pronounce it all as one word. MRIs came back all clear. He is It's still a little bit of a strain, though, so he will miss some practices. And now a quarterback hunt for literally two days goes on. Like, I feel bad if whoever gets signed. Like, if Jake Dalagala comes back, it's going to be like, he's going to know. He's going to catch a flight out there, find a hotel, stay there for six days, and then be cut again. Poor guy. And then, you know, Dalagala could potentially be a practice squad guy as well. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, not, no, nothing too serious there. Jordan Love might miss the preseason game against the Jets, which would be kind of, kind of a – a bad, bad thing, you know, for him to miss a, a game in an already shortened preseason this year. Any of those reps are obviously going to be valuable for him. So hopefully he can play at least one quarter in this upcoming preseason game against the Jets uh, and then be back fully healthy for week three to toss it out against the Buffalo Bills. Because uh, if everything goes to plan, if everything goes right, you won't be seeing the field until next preseason. Uh, maybe as a starter that time around. Um, but a lot of ball game left. A lot of ball game left. A lot there. of ball game. <laughs> um, other performances. Um, I was really, really disappointed in my guy, Yash Nyman. Um, I mean, it, it was great to see him in person at practice. But, man, that preseason, <laughs> you really got tossed around in the preseason. And I, I guess there's kind of some high expectations for him because the Packers have been coveting him for so long, keeping him along for the past two years. And uh, everybody was just so excited to see what he can do on the field. And man, he didn't, he did not rise to the occasion. That's for sure. Josh Nyman's season is canceled. It, it's official. I'm, it's official. Uh, we'll, we'll put it on hold. 
for now. Okay, it's on hold. It's on hold, on pause. May you know maybe it will look like an all pro next week. Boom. All right, I'll take it. it but it, it's definitely in jeopardy at this point. We'll, we'll have to go back and look look back at the tape and decide uh, what the future looks like for Josh Nyman's season. Um, is Dom Daphne season still on though, Bigby? Absolutely. Dom Daphne going for 1,000 yards, 20 touchdowns this season. Mm. Going to mm. be lit. Heard it here first. Did he even – did he even suit up for the game? I, I, believe I, I don't even think he played. No. <laughs> yeah, I think, which is odd. I don't recall him dealing with an injury. But I mean, anyway, he just came back off the PUP, didn't he? Oh, okay. So they, maybe they, they were just resting him as a precautionary measure. But Dom Daphne's season is still on. That would have been a great transition if we had something to talk about Dom Daphne, but we don't. I said hi Dom to Dom Daphne. Daphne did sit. He seems like a nice guy. He has a nice smile. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so uh yeah Simon not having the best of games offensive line as a whole making it rough for Jordan Love but you know yes. um his offensive line is going to be perfect all of his career it was pretty much for Aaron Rodgers though <laughs> um some other performances here AJ Dillon got a few snaps in the backfield Kylan Hill though I think had a really nice game yes I I think he solidified that running back number three spot I completely agree. Island Hill, Patrick, he's really standing above Patrick Taylor and Dexter Williams at this point. Dexter mm-hmm. had a, a fine fourth quarter when he was uh, put in, but Kylan certainly on that touchdown, it was a, a fantastic play. Diving into the end zone, holding on to the ball, going down. I absolutely loved it. And then uh, first Lambo leap, opening the Lambo leaves pack up, even though it's not allowed. I love it. <laughs> NFL protocols are just haters, all right? They are. They're haters. All of um, them. So, yeah, that, that's Kylan Hill. Wide receiver, I really liked Devin Funches' performance. Um, Polly and Craig Hammer Funches's, But, yeah. Monster. Uh, monster performance from Devin Funches. And I was really surprised to see that. He played, you know, the whole first half, a little bit of the third, I believe. Let me look up snap count up here i have it up pulled up on my laptop for a reason here devin punches <laughs> took uh the third fourth most snaps on the team with 34 out of 54 so 63 percent pretty nice uh game from devin punches uh, first wide receiver um two snaps above amari rogers uh, he had some really nice catches make it any easier for jordan love sometimes so one i wish he could have come down with though and I would have been so hyped up and like, all right, he's wide receiver one right now. He's in his prime still uh, is that play action. That was a pretty ill, ill advised throw from Jordan love, where it's like fourth and two to Devin's down there. I mean, man, De- Devin Funches. I feel like Devin Funches was like so shocked. It actually got to him. Like, yeah, I don't think he was prepared for that to get there. Yeah. I was like, all of a sudden he's like, Oh, I guess I'll put my hands up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he could have come down with that. That would have been uh, quite the athletic move there, though. Um, I think that's it for the offensive side of the ball on defense. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, a, a decent mix of the two. Let's see, Big B. Hey, let, we, how, we let's start, start off with your boy real fast. All right. Oh no. Oh, Josh Jackson, man. I. I've been certainly contemplating 
what I should do with my Josh Jackson jersey, really, the past two years. I said uh, burn it uh-uh, that I mean, night. Just as a ritual. It hurts me to burn uh, a pack Packers. It's like burning the American, American flag. I mean, like, sure. that's just wrong. Like, I, I can't burn <laughs> green and yellow. Um, and, like, but uh, Josh Jackson, sure, certainly making my investment on his fanatics jersey, the fake jersey <laughs> uh, from that website making the investment not worth it at this point, that was a really bad performance. And he had he needed to have a really good one if he wanted to have any sort of role on this team outside of special teams. And now if he doesn't show out and perform weeks two and three, his spot on this roster is in jeopardy. Like – Yeah, you're, it's, it's a hard argument to make. That Josh Jackson should be on the roster over Kavion Into, even Stanford Samuels at this point. Yeah. Like Josh, he has a long way up in this preseason. He's going to have to have uh, compile more good practices, make some flash plays in these last two preseason games, or uh, he's not even going to finish out his rookie contract as a second rounder. Yikes. <laughs> Josh. What was that? Yikes, Josh. Yeah. It's a yikes smile. Um, all right. What what else do we have to talk about on defense? Orm Burks, Orm Burks showing out a little bit. Bass, I've been Bass. I've been waiting for this moment for about three or four years now. Feels so good to have it finally here. When he hit the quarterback on that sack, I lost it. That was amazing. That sack was great. Yeah, he, he was uh, really good at getting in the backfield pretty quick there, man. Um, but, yeah, I, I was – like, it's crazy that, like, now I can remember when Oren Burks was drafted. Like, we're, we're getting old now. Like, I can remember yeah. when Oren Burks was drafted, the evaluation of him trading up in the third round. I believe we traded up with Carolina to get the safety linebacker convert from Vanderbilt a lot of hype about him just because of that fact like oh man he played safety but he definitely has more of a body of linebacker too short to play safety um, expecting him to be a great coverage guy and then he just never showed up so uh, it's a curse of third round picks in Green Bay but he, he really showed up as a, a really nice tackler really speedy guy getting in the backfield disrupting things we'll see um, how much opportunity he gets once the season starts uh, and if he continues to do that throughout the preseason. Uh, but let's see how many snaps did Warren Burks take here today. Uh, 41 snaps, uh, 55%. So not bad, not bad at all for Warren Burks. Getting a lot of, getting a lot of snaps and a lot of reps. Certainly seemed like Joe Barry wanted to utilize him. Um, and I'll have to continue making those plays. I, I definitely, he, I think he's a lock for the roster just because of special teams. And I just yep. want to throw this out there. I would not be shocked in the very least if the Packers re-signed Warren Burks, if they gave him an extension after this year. All right. Big B, your camera. Is this one of your moments that you're going to, when this happens, and you're going to say, oh, my God, I think I saw, said this in a video like two years ago. I got to go back and exactly. find it and spend about four hours trying to find it. Yeah, I need to write it down in my notes, like the timestamp. 
Good lord, man. That happens a lot. I'm just so <laughs> right so often. Good game for Oren Burks. Anything else on uh, the defense you saw at Big B? Um, Jack Heflin, my boy, had a heck of a game. I love Jack Heflin. Definitely making a push for the roster. I don't know why, sure. but I just – I like him a lot. I think he <laughs> I'm looking at it now. He had a, a decent amount of snaps, 40 out of uh, – so 53%, uh, two on special teams. And I, I didn't even realize we had this special team. So you right here, Reggie Begleton. Looks like he got the most with 14 special team sna- uh, snaps. Um, let's see, where, where was Stevan Funches? Stevan did not play special teams at all in the preseason. He was doing it at practice, so. so and, what, and, and Jack Heflin was running with the ones, I think, today, because Dean oh, Lowry is up. So that is also that. something. Okay. All right, let's end it off preseason recap. Who are your three stars from this game, Big B? All right, we are going to go with Jordan Love, one, Devin Funches, two, and I'll say Oren Burks, three. I think those are the pretty three. Okay. I'll keep two of those. I'll keep Funches and Burks, and I'll throw Jamar Gene Charles uh, in there. For uh, He had a really nice game. He had a penalty or two, I believe he had a pass complete on him but other than that he was a, a pretty good corner uh really nice physical specimen out there in the secondary that's what we have for for preseason we have about nine minutes to wrap this up here what we saw at practice i don't know what i'm going to talk about well if since you're thinking i'm going to say this malik taylor had himself a game as well five catches for 50 yards Ah. I, I oh. think he, he's going to beat out Juwan Renfrey and make the oh, roster. Man. Oh, no, oh, my just head fell. just fell. Oh, no. My double-sided wall tape isn't working. So, I think that's a sleeper, sleeper player who had a very good game. Yeah, it will be interesting to see um, what they do with with this first roster cut down because there's no yeah. point to cut guys like Ashton Iman or Josh Jackson right now. Like, you know, yeah. just to have them around as preseason bodies. Like, literally, if we didn't have the astronaut, I don't know who would be going out there at left tackle. Um, <laughs> so, like, keep them around now. John Dietzen and Ryan Winslow were cut today. Uh, John Dietzen, I felt bad for him. Like, I'm I not – like, he, he might have been an awful player, but it's like, oh, man, he was probably living out his dream, probably had all of his family planning to come down to a game, uh, and that poor guy, Green Bay native there. Hey, but he might make the practice squad, so that's yeah, a positive. Sure, sure. Yeah, I might give him a call back. Um, John Deeds, yeah, so they have – if they sign a quarterback, they'll be back at 88 on the roster. I have to get down to 85 um, by tomorrow, so today at 3 p.m. Central time. So that will be interesting to see who they cut down, get rid of first – I'm thinking DeAndre Tompkins, Chris Blair, just because you already have a lot of wide receivers um, to even play in the preseason. Like Chris Blair, I don't think I saw him too much in the preseason at all. Um, And then we'll see uh, what other routes they go for this first cut. Okay, final segment here. Um, It's not about the Packers, but I wanted to talk about Tim Tebow. It is blocking performance because if you are not on Twitter 
or if you are and you just have not seen these clips yet, I mean, you are missing out. Tim Tebow, former quarterback, he is now 30, 34 years old. He's been living under a rock, the Jaguars, uh, his former coach at Florida, Urban Meyer, now the head coach for the Jaguars. They signed him. They finally uh, put that long uh, question, long thought of idea of putting Tebow at tight end because he is uh, he has a bigger body. So a lot of people that have that idea, I don't know why. Like, he's a quarterback. How do we know he can catch balls? But um, for some reason, Urban Meyer finally put it to plan. I'm going to put the clips up here. We cannot react. Uh, I'm not going to take the time to put them up for us. But Big B, have you seen these two clips of Tim Tebow yet? Might might be one of the saddest videos I've ever watched. I mean, yeah, I, so I, re- I retweeted one last night. Let's see where it is. Here it is. Like, our, here we go. I'll give some play-by-play here. I mean, like, it. I don't even know what he's – like, I feel like I could at the very – I might get, like, thrown 20 yards, but I feel like I would at least go up there with some more passion. Like, dude, just, like – bends into them and then like runs away and falls down like that that one from barstool is bad and then one another guy posted a clip from the all 22 that was even worse all right here we are i don't know who that quarterback is but tebow on the right side dude just gets tossed around and he doesn't even like it looks like he just says oh fair enough Good play. play. (laughs) He probably said that too. Yeah, he's like, God will bless you for this great play you have made, sir. Yeah. Like, I I I don't know. It looks like he's just trying to be a nice guy out there. If he does not get cut, that is really a weak sign. Uh a weak standard to set from Urban Meyer. But you know, that's the Jaguars are not the best franchises, so who cares? And all those people who bought Tim Tebow jerseys, those oh, poor, people. <laughs> poor I, people. I feel like it'd be kind of – I don't even know if it would be a cool, like, collector's item to own, though. Like – Showing your grandkids in, like, 40 years. Look it. I bought a Tim Tebow when he was – jersey when he was a tight end. Yeah, and grandkids would be like, so grandpa, you wasted $80? <laughs> like – Oh boy, this year is an adventure already. <laughs> yeah, uh, it will be interesting to see. Interesting to see Tim Tebow's future with Jaguars or another team. Maybe we haven't seen his catching abilities. Maybe he has a great game next week. But the Packers take on the New York Jets this Saturday at twelve. I want to say um, at Lambeau Field for another preseason game. Preseason week two. They have some joint practices with them today and tomorrow, Wednesday. Be fun to watch. Big B, any final thoughts here today? Um, I was this. I was gonna use this time to do a Jamal Williams recap, but I feel like I probably shouldn't uh, after that because a lot of Lions fans are not very happy with him because mm. of his performance. But yeah. he did. I'm- ragdoll somebody and just tossed them to the floor <laughs> oh that, that was a really incredible play i'll put that one up too but <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, you know, Dan Campbell, he just said, look, man, we can't bite too many kneecaps today. We got to keep yeah. you under wraps. We got to put you under the covers so teams don't know what's coming week one when you run for 200 yards. Word. Uh, allegedly. That's what I've been hearing. Uh, Same. But thanks, everybody, for watching today. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even on the TikToks, folks. Um, subscribe to this YouTube channel, Underage Packers, for pretty much daily Packers content as we head into the 2021 season. I am hype, hype as I can ever be, especially after my trip last week. But cannot thank you all enough for watching, supporting us here at Underage Packers. Any final words, last words, Bigby? Final words again. Um, go pack, go. There we go. Thanks. I I don't I get in my head about saying things too many times, but <laughs> maybe that's a good thing. I don't. I just don't know how to end it all. We'll see you guys soon. Go pack, go.